0: All right, so we had to take a little bit of a potty break. So that whole first part is just a, a part one. This is part two of our first episode. Part two. Of part in my consumption. We'll figure it
1: out as we go. Yeah, and the consumption will always change. So whatever you guys consume, we will talk about. Or whatever we consume.
2: Mostly what we consume, because yeah. that's what we know.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if you guys want us to know more, just inform us that you guys know more, and then we'll talk about something else. Or we'll stay on the same thing we'll until you guys... we don't care. Yeah, yeah. We can deal with it. <laughs> Unless you guys really want to give us something to talk about or something to try. Yeah. Yeah. Experimenting, is always. Yeah, I like
0: experimentation. Yeah, we're just kind
1: of... I guess
0: we're kind of considering consumption as just like... Just kind of... entertainment entertainment and media that we consume yeah Yeah, i mean
2: that kind of seems like the direction we were going with it like we are consumers so it's the things that we consume The things
1: that we like and most of our conversations are about what we consume and what we like so and we all have pretty much the same mutual likes so it's easy to talk about the the consumption of you know our consumption but yeah. pardon our consumption because sometimes, you know, our consumption is very risky. Sometimes it's not wholesome.
2: It started out as porn. It did. I remember, yeah. yeah. We we were trying to not use the word porn and Kyle was asking, What is your your consumption? <laughs> Basically. And then we got into it and then Eric was like, Oh, well, pardon my consumption. That and nice. I was like, Boom, that's it. That's it. We landed on it. Write it down. We
1: are the guardians of our consumption. (laughs) Legal guardians. Yeah. So on this half, I guess
0: we wanted to talk about some nerdier shit because we consume a lot of nerdy things, too. Yeah,
1: we did kind of make that a note in the beginning, too, that we were nerds. So, you know. Yeah. We'll talk about some nerdy shit. Eric had a couple things that he wanted to talk about. Uh, in
0: my notes, I have just the word uh, Skyrim because <laughs> I know we've all put a lot of hours in it. Chloe's probably put the most hours into
2: Skyrim. I played a lot of Skyrim. Okay, she,
1: anything she enjoys, she puts a lot of hours into. So, you know, she be like, oh, I like this game. I'm just going to log 300 hours into it.
2: I've probably logged a lot more of that into Skyrim.
0: I've put a lot.
1: I've I put a couple hundred and easy. I, I I've My different saves.
2: I've played, I've beat the game multiple times. Too many times. To and go. then I just, or I'll get too far and then I'll get bored and I'll start over.
0: Sometimes you get like a, just an idea for a character and you have no way, no other way to use this character. So yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to make a Skyrim character based off of it. Yeah, I'm
2: going to go in this direction with it.
1: Yeah, sometimes you want to be a Nord, sometimes you want to be a Dark Elf. I actually started off with a Wood Elf. I, I thought it looked My cool. first,
0: oh man, my first race in Skyrim
1: was probably,
0: uh, probably either a Nord or an Orc.
2: Oddly enough, <laughs> actually, it's not that odd. <laughs> I always went for the Bretons because they always ended up Finding more money—that's <laughs> really? what it was. Yeah, when you're a Breton, you open a chest and you get you. There's a more likely chance that you will get more money from that chest, or there'll be more jewels or prizes what? when you so loot somebody.
0: for like a thief. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I I was like, well, shit. You oh, start out that goodness. game. Cause sometimes it's it's kind of hard to get going with the money, and you're just constantly looting. So yeah. it's. Yeah, I always, I almost always choose a Breton because I know the battle. Hmm. I know it's. I usually just
0: pick my race based off of like the look. Yep, same. (laughs) I've never played as. (laughs) I've never
1: played as. uh, What is it? The the lizard. The what is it? What are they? Um, Argonians. Argonians. And uh, what is it? The the cats. I played one cat. I played one Tabaxi and.
2: Ah, uh, Tabaxi?
1: Or not Tabaxi? Sorry, that's D and D. Oh, D&D. I
2: was,
0: like what? I was um, like, what
2: the fuck?
1: I'll is talk a taba- about Kajit. K-G? Yeah. K- oh yeah, Khajiit wants. Oh, because has wings. <laughs> yeah. I like the tail, and I like the uh, what is it? When you have the big ears, and you have the rings in the ears. I always thought that was pretty cool too.
2: They look yeah. like cat pirates. Yeah,
1: they really do, <laughs> and especially when you find the the what is it? The Scrimmers. The that, Scimitar. The, um, yeah. Okay, so I'm saying it wrong. Scimitar. But that that's pretty badass. Yeah. And especially if you put a hood on your person. Hell yeah. I've Hell yeah. the only
0: time I've ever played an Argonian, I started the game was like I'm gonna do <clears throat> all I'm gonna like this is gonna be my explorer build. Mm-hmm. And Argonians can breathe underwater. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that was always like a cool So
0: super useful. Like I had this mod on there where you can choose your starting and I started him like on the ocean. So mm-hmm. he's like starts right there, um, like in like the northern part of the map. And then I was just, like, underwater. I'm like, okay, I know there's a place here that I'm underwater, and I've just never taken the time to explore it because of the hold and breath thing. Yeah. And there were some, like, Dwemer, uh, what are they called? Dwemer ruins. Mm. And, like, there was, like, a secret area that I read about, but you needed to have, like, you know... Breathe, breathe underwater. Breathe underwater potions mm-hmm. or spells. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I've never done that before, so I'm just going to... I had the Argonian, and I'm like, we're going for it. Mm-hmm. I didn't like how any of the armor or the helmets looked on them, and it kind of made me upset because I go for like the look sometimes. Yep. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just first personing, first personing
1: this play because I just don't want to look at my Yeah, yeah I just don't want you want to you, you want to see hideous. the the yeah. you want to <laughs> see basically the Skyrim game. You don't want to see your character. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, this is my exploring build. No, we we did a uh, what is it? Uh we did an orc one time. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm not sure we can really put that name out there. We called him nigga T. And Eric's black. So we <laughs> can he's say allowed. It. He has a passport. I he, don't he has know
2: a, about this. Pass... Oh he's
1: basically <laughs> Mr. So T. He was, he was Mr. T. We gave him the Mohawk. Yep. And we
0: all he always had a big old necklace on. Yep. <laughs> he was
1: and he uh, we did he was a like,
0: two-handed uh Fighter,
1: yeah, but we did the uh, we did the opening. We were our goal was to be he was good, just gonna be a brawler, like, he wasn't gonna do weapons. All of his like all of his like attacks were gonna be just brawling.
0: This was before mods, we were like it was like 2012 or something, yeah. It
1: was, yeah, it was still fresh. It was the remap when it came out with the remaster. It was before the remaster, it was, yeah, it was on 360. Wow, yeah, yeah. Well, I got the remaster on 360.
0: It was, it was still the first well when I was playing or we were playing on my Xbox or whatever it was uh, it was still the original copy
1: because
0: mm. it was like the, the Xbox 360 box art from 2011
1: yeah dude That, that that's a timeless game I'm sorry I'm but that st- went right with that I'm
0: probably gonna play it for a very long
1: time oh yeah no i am probably break it I out I mean the missions
0: and like story are like kind of meh but like just how much fun I have playing it and then how much fun I have exploring Skyrim. Just, it'll never... It'll never get old. Like, even now, I've found parts. I'm like, I've never been in this part of the map. Like, I'm just going to go over there and see what's over there. Mm-hmm. And I'm finding things that I've never... I'm like, I have never found this, ever.
1: Yeah. And
0: I've been playing this game for well over ten years now.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh. I got into the... I got into the mods. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was... It was adding new parts to the map, Ooh. and it was um, it was really weird. It was this whole mod. It created, um, I think it was where the Bretons were from.
0: I oh, think that's a big mod.
2: Um, it, no, it was huge, and there was this one part of it, and it pissed me off so bad. First of all, you go through like this weird cave, and then it turns into like a building, and then mm. there's a huge like pyre with a deer in this building, and I come around the corner, and there's, like, this dark silhouette in the corner. Whoa. And it's a fucking goblin. And I was like, oh, this is where they're going with this. Yeah. So, it was kind of entertaining, because, I mean, it's Skyrim, you've never seen goblins.
0: Yeah, there are no goblins.
2: And, you know, I...
0: Besides those things in Solstheim. Oh, the... uh, Ring something, ringlings, or...
2: Oh, the um, Reiklings? Reichlings. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Those are kind
0: of goblinish. ish A like,
2: little bit. But these were like goblins. Like Whoa. big goblins. Wow. It was weird. That's, that's pretty cool. It was interesting. It, mm-hmm. And yeah, it was cool. And then got to the other side and, you know, go into this town. And everybody talks hmm. a lot. Because it's somebody's storyline they're adding to it.
0: Oh, that's so cool.
2: And there's, they're like giving you their whole life story, though. When you when you're Were they talking like fully to them, voiced? yeah, it That's was like, so but cool. it was obviously someone else was voicing over. Yeah, and um, yeah. there's like quests involved and everything, and then out in the distance, there's this super long tower. It's just super high up in the air, and when you go to the map, you can look down and you can see it, and it's just a huge ring, and yeah. I wanted to get there so bad <laughs> but it was only the three out of four mods like they weren't done with it oh, so they were releasing as they went yeah and i wanted to be there i wanted to be in that tower it looked awesome there was um they weren't giants but it was something else that i kind of like encountered troll it was a troll okay they have trolls and i kind but like, not of the
1: like trolls the, like the frost trolls and all that
2: it was um no it wasn't They're like, like a that. Type of troll. Yeah, it was like a water troll, I guess. Oh, that's cool. It was yeah, it was weird, huh. but it was cool cuz it was new. Yeah. So, and it was a quest, it was like you need to go like kill this troll or whatever it was. I'm pretty sure it was a troll. Um mm. and I never I never never got I never, back to it. I never got back to it. I think that was the last time I played, but oh. life when got you so play busy. Again,
0: I recommend Inigo the companion. He's a Mm -hmm. Khajiit companion and he's fully voiced. He has a storyline that's ongoing. When I last played they weren't finished with the storyline. And he he actually will talk to NPCs. Mm -hmm. He won't just talk to you. Like if you're standing in some place and you're just like, you know, you're shopping or something and there's like another NPC, he'll start talking to him. And that's happened. I've walked into the cities and he'll just like I'm like, I hear an ego. And i will turn around <laughs> and he's talking to an NPC. And, you know, he levels up with you, but he doesn't talk like regular Khajiit. He doesn't mm-hmm. like always talk in the third person. Mm-hmm. He speaks like normal. And he like I couldn't play Skyrim without him. Because I every time I go to some place, he has things to say about it. Interesting. And you find him in Riften in the jail in Riften, mm-hmm. and he, like, recognizes you. But obviously, you don't recognize him. Yeah. And he, like, you know, believes that, like, you saved him, and he brings you on his storyline, and he has, like, these visions. It's really cool. I highly recommend the Anigo Companion. it's been around for a long time, basically since the beginning of the The allowing mods because Mm -hmm. it was a computer mod. Nexus. Okay. Yeah, it was on the Nexus, and then you know when they allowed it, the creator something allowed somebody to port it or something like that, and I saw it for the longest time, and I was like, I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah. And then I finally was. I finally saw it like on a YouTube channel talking about the mods mm-hmm. and he had like a real brief thing about an ego i'm like oh he's a companion that sounds really cool and he was praising it too yeah so i finally did it and it just changed my skyrim experience yeah because you know he comments on stuff that you do talking with the other npcs mm-hmm. he actually has like bard like he actually he'll play songs for you he has songs
2: that is so, and cool. he'll only
0: play them at the bard college so you have to go to the Bard College and you can ask him to play these songs. And you can just sit down. You can just ask him to like sit down in a chair. And you can sit down and he'll tell you stories or he'll sing you songs and stuff.
2: That just seems so voiced. entertaining. Because even though, like, it you know, obviously we've played the game for so long. You're used to the regular quests and stuff. But now you can travel and everywhere you go, there's some kind of new content there. Yeah. Of him, like, giving you... That's really cool. He's got I things, like that. Because he
0: was, like, an adventurer, too, or mm-hmm. something along those lines.
2: Until he took an arrow to the knee. Arrow <laughs> to the knee. Stop following
0: <laughs> But, uh... He, I think it's his brother or something. There's some issue... There's, like, some conflict with his brother or, like, a partner or something that landed him in jail. Like, he turned himself into Rift in jail?
1: Yeah. So, it's... Does he have his own quest line? Yeah, he's like, got his own... set his, of quests?
0: Yeah, he's got his own separate quest line. Oh. And it, it adds this one location kind of like on top of a mountain to like go find this this guy because he saw like this guy in like a vision or something. Mm-hmm. And they really spread it out. So like you'll be playing with him for a few hours and then all of a sudden he'll like, hey, I want to talk to you about something. Can we go... Like next time we stop, can we talk about this? And you have to like go someplace safe mm-hmm. and you have to ask him to sit down and then you can talk to him about this and he'll like, you know, ask you to, Hey, can you help me do this? Or I had like, I had this vision or something. Can you help me out with it? Cause sometimes he'll stop and you know, he'll like take a knee and he'll come and be like, oh, oh my head. And then <laughs> he's cool. like, what's so going cool. on? Like, you know, you could come up to him like, Hey, what's going on? And he'll be like, Oh no, my, you know, my head just hurts or something, you know? <laughs> And, like, whoever created this, you know, hunt, Put like, thousands of up. lines of recorded dialogue for just about every place. And you can take him, you can have another companion when you have him. Because he, like, doesn't count as a companion in the game or something. Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm.
0: So, like, I had him and then I had another Khajiit follower that you can get. And then, like, I was a Khajiit. So you basically <laughs> had
1: your Khajiit squad. I had a <laughs> gang. <game. laughs> we were just rolling
0: through Skyrim, fucking it up.
1: <laughs> That's funny. The Khajiit mafia. Yeah,
0: Like, if they're just, like... You're not like, oh, I don't really like using mods. I'm like, you should use this one. Just because it adds, like you said. Mm-hmm. You know, you can predict all of the... Like, the main side missions and the main storyline. Mm-hmm. And... You know, all the stuff that's, like, kind of in the center of Skyrim and not, like, the outreaching, weird quest lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can memorize those. You've played them a thousand times. Yeah. But yeah. then you add, you know, an ego into it, and you're like, oh, it's, like, a little bit different flavored.
2: hmm Yeah.
0: And just made it more enjoyable.
1: I, I have a very con experience with mods, because I feel like when I introduce mods, it's like, okay, what, what do I really have to work forward to? Because I, I like starting my game off and being like, okay, this is what I have to work forward to. Yeah. And with mods, it's like, once you're into a mod, it's like, oh, okay, this is going to be where my mod goes. Yeah. And it's like, there's not really a lot of exploration. It doesn't really give you the, uh, Any the incentive, incentive. Yeah, to do things. You know? <clears throat> so that's my only con with mods. But if I want to just like play like a god build, it's like, okay, I'll, I'll build it. plus some mods in. <laughs> yeah. But if I just want to, like, actually enjoy a big game... I'll just put the cheat room in, and that's all I want. Oh, yeah, cheat room is... Yeah, that's it.
2: That's, that's, that's all.
1: Cheat room is (laughs) too addictive. If I have a
0: specific build in mind, I'll put the cheat room in, so I can, like, play that build right from the beginning. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to make, you know, like, I want to make the guy who only punches things.
1: Mm -hmm. But, like,
0: I want it to be playable right there from the beginning. Yeah. So I'll, like, go in there, and I'll, Mm -hmm. you know throw something in, or I'll use the skill tree to make him, like, actually effective from Mm. the beginning of the game punching things. Because if you don't, it takes a minute to get the punches to actually be usable. And you not die all the time.
2: I got to that point. And I feel like that's why... Food's done. (laughs) I feel like that's why I'm okay with mods. is because I know that I have gotten to that level by myself. Um, Yeah. Like... I beat a mammoth to death with my bare hands just for the fuck of it. Mammoths are
1: very underrated. I'm sorry. If you're not ready for them. No. First time, if you're listening and you
0: haven't played Skyrim yet, first off, what are you doing with your gaming life? Second off, you see a mammoth. Sometimes you get that urge, like in Grand Theft Auto, you're like, I'm just gonna kill that thing over there leave the mammoth alone. Yeah. Leave it alone. It'll fuck you up. Because
2: it's not just the mammoth. Nope. It's the other two that are usually with it. And And then the giants. At
1: least, at least one giant. And the giant can Mm -hmm. step on you and you're done. Yeah. One hit. Yeah. And you'll fly.
2: He will club you and you're,
1: yeah, like the, the giant, the giant right outside of Whiterun. Every single time. Not the one that you uh, get introduced to the, uh, the, the uh, companions. The companions. Yeah. But the one to the left, like along the hill, <laughs> yep. like it uh, quest sends you up there. And it's like the first, it's the Dragonstone quest. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, so that first one, I saw the companions take out the giant. I was like, okay, cool. Like they took out the giant. And I, the, my He's first gameplay, <laughs> I saw I'm like, I'm going to go for it. I can do this. Yeah, and it introduced me into, oh, when a giant swings at you, it knocks you into the air. Yep,
0: it gives you a very hard lesson that you... Cannot fight everything all the time. No. Some things are just out of your league.
2: They are. For the beginning. I would try to strategize and be like, okay, I'm just going to hit it and I'm going to weaken it with as many arrows as I can. I'm going to try to keep the high ground. (laughs) It doesn't work. I mean, there's been a few times where I'm like, who damn. You might be
0: able to glitch it. And if you have like, you know, pockets full of hundreds of arrows,
1: maybe, but
2: probably. It's no. not very likely. Unlikely. No.
1: Yeah. So stay out of the way of mammoths and giants. Yeah.
2: For a while. For
1: a while. For a while. Like, you can build yourself up to it and take them out with, you know, not like Chloe over here that uh, has done a uh, one shot to a dragon.
2: Multiple times. I did a yeah. one shot to Alduin. I did. Wow. Wait. And no mods.
1: Which Alduin? No mods. I Did you fight just... Alduin twice? Which one?
2: the one where you actually kill him oh, in the uh oh. in southern mm mhm yep yep i took one shot boom dead
0: okay, okay. That's a lot of side side quests
2: <laughs> yeah cuz that's the way i play i don't just be like i'm i don't just be like <laughs> <laughs> i don't just jump from One quest to the next. I like go and I explore, and I'm like, "Mm, I'm gonna go level this up a little bit. I'm gonna hunt, use my arrows, use my bow, get used to it. I decide what direction I'm gonna go in, Mm -hmm. so I don't just go from one quest to the next. I fuck around a lot, like I'm (laughs) I'm exploring the area. I'm getting everything I can out of it.
1: Yeah, you're basically that meme that you know the first boss is like this little tiny thing, and you're just like this big you know, monster. Mm -hmm. And it's like, the little
2: girl hiding under the desk and I'm kind of like a robot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, yeah. Skyrim is definitely one of those games where it's like, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot to take in. I mean, the first time when Skyrim actually came out, it was one of those first games where it was like, it was beautiful. Like, you could stand oh, on a yeah. mountaintop. Back in the day, 720p oh. was even, gorgeous. Even now, like, you can stand on a mountaintop and go, wow, this is this is impressive. It does look really good.
2: Now, let's talk a little. Still Skyrim. Okay. But VR Skyrim. Oh, I And how I feel Skyrim. about that. I haven't
0: played it yet. Let me just <sighs>
2: tell you how I feel about that. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you how I feel about it. I love Skyrim. And I thought it was going to be the coolest fucking thing. I was like, I am ready for this right now. Like, <laughs> VR, we just got we it. We spent I like
1: was, $30 on the Skyrim I was so VR.
2: excited. <laughs> and it makes you sick. Like, I can play for maybe 20 mm, minutes. Yeah. And I can't stand up. Like, the way... Well, like, it, the
0: camera moves when you the walk. The camera moves. When you're and, playing regular.
2: And when you, you have to, like, kind of drag yourself forward and it like it one. zooms yeah. you forward and then you're just like vertical, like vertigo, yep and it was not and this could just be me because i can't see like very well out of my right eye
0: mm-hmm.
2: but i don't think it was all me it was very blurry now when you would get into like a room it was like a caved area it was one of the beautiful caves yeah It was cool. Like it was really cool. Like just looking around. What's that
0: underground big, the, the big underground one you have to go through.
2: And there's a waterfall, and there's like a break in the ceiling, and there's light coming through.
0: That's a couple caves in Skyrim, actually. I'm talking about like like that really expansive one. The
2: the one with the um with like like nettlebane, fluorescent
0: and like all like blues and oh veil, the
2: the veil I think. Maybe. Where like the you, the you, animals you go are, to are a the weird veil. color.
0: You go to the veil. You have to go through this to get the dark something or I wanna say the 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 under but that might be like my DD brain co- kicking in. <laughs> um the it's like something reach, the oh man. Like all of the Dwemer. Black Reach. Black Reach. Black Reach. This one. Yes. Yeah. Black Reach. Yep. Black Reach. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that probably looks super cool in VR because it's just I like, haven't
2: even got to that so point yet. So
0: visually mm-hmm. impressive,
2: it is. Like even just playing, like not in VR. As long as you VR. don't move.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: like if you're just standing in one spot and looking around, it is. It's amazing. Even it is I, cool.
1: Even if they did stuff like that, whereas like they put you in a, like a setting and you were able to just look around, like I feel like that would have been a hit too.
2: I just wish sometimes, like, for the movement, like, if they brought the character into, um, not first person. Yeah. What would it be? Like, second person where you're looking at the person, you can see their bodies.
0: Oh, yeah, third kinda. person. Like, over yeah, like, third person yeah, over like, I'd be
2: cool with that while moving because then it makes you, like, less sick. Like, you're the one actually moving because yeah. that's what fucks me up.
0: That's the main problem with VR in general right now is there's no way to make movement comfortable mm-hmm. because that's like while you feel sick it's the same thing as like car sickness it's like yeah. a miscommunication between your inner ear and your eyes yep. your eyes are like oh we're moving but your inner ear is like no we're not yeah and right. that makes you sick If there's like a way to fix the movement in VR mm. I think that would well one help sell VR like the yeah. uh, that new Star Wars game. Uh, the rogue squadron okay, that probably super sick in VR because your person is not moving. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah, you are moving, but like your character isn't moving physically yeah mm-hmm. so you don't have that same vertigo effect. yeah, it's
1: like you know a
0: flight simulator
1: kind of thing the The only problem with that is it's not it's not technically a flight simulator because everything all your controls are there. And you you do eventually, like, see your person, like, moving controls and all that. Mm-hmm. But everything's controller-based. Yeah. So it's not, like, you were telling me about It's like the, a mild...
0: Yeah. yeah I was telling you about the guy simulation. who had yeah. it, but he had a flight simulator rig, and he had mapped the buttons to things on his controls, mm. so it was more simulator-like. Yeah. Like, oh, I need to, I have this button to make my shield stronger, this mm. button to make my acceleration, this button for my guns... Yeah. So, and he had that all mapped to his sticks. So, for him, he's got to move to flip that switch to make that work. Yeah. So, he's feeling a little bit more of the simulator thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's still, it's still a very uh, entertaining game. Uh, because, I mean, yes, when you're flying, uh, there, there's nothing better than, you know, putting yourself in a, a Top Gun position. And, you know, kind of coming over on a TIE fighter and looking at them. I was inverted. I was, I was inverted. I was inverted. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there was, there was like, moments in that game because you jump into that and then you jump into another VR game. Let's say uh, Vader Immortal. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Vader Immortal was made for Oculus, Yeah. which is more of, a, I want to say, a better VR experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but you still had that, uh, you felt cool. But there was that, the uh, vertigo. You you felt it like yep. you really you really felt it, and then there was also the uh, the movement again. The only thing the movement I, can be awkward. Yeah, the only feel I think would actually work is if they implemented some kind of uh, like walking pad mm. that you could walk along and it would track your movements. Because even in Vader Immortal, like you're turning around, like yeah, a lot of like stationary lightsaber fights and all that. Yeah. It doesn't get epic, but I feel like the only like the only qualifying factor of being a cool game is the fact that you're holding a lightsaber. Yeah, but everything Although else it's is kind of like just
0: like, a regular sword VR yeah, game. It, yeah, skinned as Star Wars.
1: Yeah, and the fact that it doesn't look as beautiful as you know they display it in Oculus mm-hmm. Rift, it might be different. But we're playing on, PlayStation. Yeah, the PlayStation VR. So, I mean, yeah, and probably a different platform and a different, you know, screen on the inside of the VR. Yeah. Maybe a little better, but until they figure out the walking, VR is going to go nowhere. Yeah. I
0: also feel like, I don't know if any VR games do this, and I don't know if any VR setups have analog sticks, but I feel like if you make it f- smoother to move... Because, you know, like, right now, you kind of have to, like, either click and drag Mm -hmm. yourself, Mm
1: -hmm. or it
0: moves you, so there's, like, kind of, like, this jar, like, maybe if they can, you know, you can use, like, an analog to at least move your character, and you use your head to, you know, turn, to turn, move the camera, I don't know if that would help that.
1: Yeah, but then you would have to run into the problem with wires because if you're playing on a if you're playing Oculus like everything's set up to yourself like er, yeah. you're contained they have
0: the Oculus that doesn't have any wires mm-hmm.
1: and you're contained in your own space but when you're playing like on a on a wired you know a VR you, can get you have to worry about up. the wires because you know you could turn but your mind isn't thinking oh shit I have a wire on the ground yeah, or I'm tangling a wire up in myself yeah you don't see it so and i have caught myself doing that too but i mean tell the uh until the walking platform happens, and you do like a, you have like a rig that runs ahead of you. Yeah. It's it's, it's gonna mess you up. Yeah. But yeah. you know, it's all about it's all about that Skyrim on the Alexa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know. I thought it was just a joke in that skit, but I really we found it was out a joke. during our little break, uh, that it is indeed. Yeah, very real, and she does not shut
1: up about it. No, no,
2: it's really hard to get her to stop.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's <you're>,
2: really hard <laughs> when you're telling her to stop,
1: and you know she goes back with, "Oh, you used a shout against your opponent." You have to actually memorize your shouts. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. she. You know, I did use the spell because you know she was like, you know, you could use your you could use your hands as a weapon, or you can use a spell. And I said use a spell and it was like a random spell. I'm like, oh, I guess I didn't tell her what spell to use. So
2: You yeah. think she just like improvises the spell that would make sense?
1: Yeah, in the moment. Yeah, there's probably like some preset spells
0: that yeah, are probably just like, oh, use a spell, and it's like, oh, like typically this is what's gonna be used for. Yeah. So. yeah. Or it's like preset kind Because of. yeah. it's like a choose your own adventure. It's, hey. like, not, like, really playing Skype. It's, like, a choose... Not a choose-your-own-adventure. Like, a, a text-based adventure. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, the old... Uh, there's, like, an old text-based adventure game. It's, like, on... All, there's it's there's a version of it on, like, all Macs. You just mm-hmm. have to, like, know how to access it in the console.
1: Yeah. I, it, what it reminding me of was those books... That mm. it was a choose your own adventure books. Yeah. Oh, and
0: then it's
2: like Trademark. if you want to choose this one, Flip go to over to yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I used it did to kind love of feel those. like the, oh, I loved those. They're, they're hard are, to find. Yeah, they're they're. See, I had uh, they're, I had three of them. Choose
0: your a, own adventure. That name is actually trademarked. Really? Yeah.
1: Huh.
0: So like, if you to look for that, to look for those books, you have to like get kind of creative with your wording on what to ask. Otherwise, they'll just give you the trademarked choose your choose own adventure. Choose adventure.
1: Oh. Yeah, I had one that was like a Dracula. Mm. And it was, it was, it was very, um, I got it when I was younger, but it was very adult based because when I was reading, I was like, whoa, like that's, I chose my adventure and I was like, oh, you ended and you know, you're in a bloody stump or it's like, okay, sounds good. You you done fucked up. You done (laughs) fucked up. (laughs) You got killed. You got killed
0: is what happened.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, the choose your own adventure, but. Yeah, anyway, Skyrim can be played across all platforms.
0: Including Alexa. Including,
1: a, don't say her name too loud. We'll, I know, I was yeah. trying, but Activate I also have her. to talk a yeah. little yeah. loud. Yeah, she'll be like, oh, who's from uh? <laughs> Eat all the
2: cheese. Eat all the cheese. How many cheese wheels?
0: Did you ever have like a, Did you guys ever have like a playthrough where you're like, I'm going to play this style. Like I'm going to play the whole game in this particular, like I'm only going to do stealth. I'm only going to be an archer. I've... I'm pretty
2: much always stealth, and I'm always an archer. I'm, mm.
0: I'm. Like the past few playthroughs I've done Skyrim, I've like really focused on like trying to roleplay as the, the character that I am, and not just like oh I'm just gonna do this because it's what I want to do. Yeah. I'm like okay, what would my character do? <laughs> like, and oh, you want
1: to put yourself into those those shoes? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And like one of the last ones, I think I told you about it. Was like I did it rarely ever do this and i did a straight
1: magic oh yeah you were telling me about that
0: and like i did a couple ones where i'm like okay i'm gonna be a uh conjurer it's Mm. like oh i'm gonna do only destruction magic and i was so surprised with like how much fun i actually had and like my quest was like for my character i'm like to learn all these really cool spells and i found so many spells that i didn't even know about like the one that I've learned, I knew was existed, but it's never been useful before. Is the telekinesis? So you can pull objects towards you with the spell. There's telekinesis, and there Skyrim? it yeah. used it <laughs> helped me get past a locked door. Oh, there was some. There was. Uh, it was in Solstein, mm-hmm. and there was some bars, and next to the bars was a locked door, and you know I couldn't pick it because it required a key. Mm-hmm. Well. I had Uh telekinesis, and on the other side of the, of the, uh, the other side of the bars was the key. For the door. What? And I was like, hold on a second.
2: So does it seem like that's the way they set it up? They're like, you need to use telekinesis. It
0: felt like that because I used telekinesis and it came right to me. I grabbed the key and then I opened the door and there was like a chest with you know loot. Yeah. And I was like. Where did, And then I remembered that I saw a spellbook for telekinesis way earlier in the dungeon. Like oh, way earlier.
2: so they knew. Oh, I was like, oh, nice. it was kind of
0: set up. Th- there was also like 20 copies of the Lusty Argonian in there. <laughs> in like <laughs> a pile. In a pile.
2: It's always the Lusty Argonian.
0: <laughs> One of my playthroughs, I'm like, this guy, he's like a wizard and he's probably going to like try to collect books so like I tried to collect um like sets of books and I was trying to find both the copies of Lusty in part mm-hmm. one and part two and I found part two and it took me the whole entire game to find part one wow the entire game and I was like why was this so hard when I'm not looking for it it's I always find, there it's always there or like I'll find like eight copies of part two i'm like i already have this one
2: you know i always do this i i get to a point in my game where i'm basically i'm a badass yeah let's just let's just lay it out there nothing is a challenge i'm I'm a badass so i'll start doing things like i'll just straight up go out and start collecting books. Like I am just getting books to design my bookcases. Like that's the only <laughs> thing need to I'm fill doing. My I have like an entire shelf with just the Ethereum Wars. Uh, one of your and ca- uh,
0: one of your houses. <laughs> yeah,
2: and then I always tell myself like I'm gonna I'm gonna read these, and no. very rarely do I ever read them. But I always set out when I get towards the end, and I'm like, oh, like I'm, I want to play. I'm
0: tired of playing the game now. I'm not going to sit here and read these books.
2: But I'm just going to go out and collect books, and then get my bookcase, and then I'm like, there it is. I'm happy, and then I'm done.
0: There is a guy on YouTube. Um, I can't remember what his name is, but he does like he makes videos about video games but not like specifically about the games he's like oh trying to figure out who the best fighter is or you know who's the best person or one that was like who gives who would give the best hugs in Mortal Kombat and he like breaks it down (laughs) he gets super scientific statistical about it (laughs)
1: And so one do. of the ones he
0: does, he's like, I read all of the books in Skyrim, so you don't have to. <laughs> and he does. And he's like, and then he breaks them down into like what's just like manuals, what is like don't even bother with. Mm-hmm. And then one of them's like, the this is the list of books that are actually good. And you should <laughs> read them. And after, Recommended. And after a while, it's like a twenty or thirty-minute video. Mm. But he, like, he always spirals, like, into kind of, like, a little bit of a madness in his, <laughs> in his uh, videos. And you could feel, like, hilarious. But then he's, like, actually talking, like, these are actually really good. <laughs> and one of the series is, you've probably seen, like, the books, like, titled just Thief, mm-hmm. King, mm-hmm. Beggar, something else. I can't remember what the other one is. But apparently those are actually a series. Books And they're all skill books. So when you pick them up, they'll each give you a a skill the first time you open it. But apparently they're like a series and he's like, this is the best series. He's like, it's like a little funny and it's like actually interesting. And every time I play Skyrim, I try to collect all of them Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I'm going to read them this time. (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to read them. This is the time. I (laughs) always stop playing the game before I finish like the last one or before I'm like, I've collected them all. I'm going to read them all now. And then I'm like, I put the game down, mm. and then I never pick it up again. That kind of thing. That's how all my playthroughs end.
2: Those are always the books <laughs> that I never bother reading. I see them, and I know, ooh, that's a skill book. And I pick it up, and I get my skill. And you put it And then I just, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I'm going to leave that there for the next where person. It, it
0: starts as like beggar, thief, something, king. I can't remember what the the, the other one is.
2: It has to do with magic, doesn't it? or
0: magician s- mage magician mage. or mage king it's something like that but basically it's supposed to it starts it tells a story of somebody who starts as a beggar and then it becomes a king kind of thing hmm. okay it's a series so it's a series mm-hmm. of four books but they don't say part 1 part 2 he only found it out after he read all of the books in Skyrim so that you don't sense. have to
1: okay so w- when the direction we're going with this is Tune in next week for a Skyrim Book Club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like after
0: we're done, we should watch the video. Because I think you guys will enjoy oh. just him in general.
2: I probably will. Because he's
0: like our age. Oh, okay. And he's like nerdy. He plays video games and stuff. And he does these, like, these really weird kind of documentary <laughs> kind of style videos. Like, you know, I spend a week living in 1992. Like two, and he like buys all this weird stuff from like the '90s, and he Hmm. plays like Crash Bandicoot. I think it was supposed to be for Crash Bandicoot because the new game was coming out. She's like, I spend like I play all the Crash Bandicoot games. She's like, but I want the real experience from the '90s. So he like buys like a blow up chair and he plays on like a (laughs) '90s TV, (laughs) and he like eats '90s candy and soda and like. And he locks himself in his room to play all of this. (laughs) And he tells you what he discovered playing all of the Crash Bandicoot games in order. Hmm. (laughs) Or beating all the Crash Bandicoot games. And you know, he always falls into a little bit of madness. He spirals, and it's really entertaining.
2: It sounds entertaining. But he
0: only posts like a video every few months because he'll spend months making a video. Like he read. That's
2: dedication. He read Mm -hmm. all of
0: the Halo books oh. all of the Halo books all of them and it took They're him good. like six They're or good. seven months to read all of the lore for Halo and then he like breaks down all the books for it. he's like you like this book this book and this book they basically just say this this and this we're gonna move on <laughs> and he's like okay this series I had like it was a slog trying to read through this little series. So I'm just going to explain it in five words. <laughs> and then we'll, it's like because there's much more interesting things to learn about the lore of
1: Halo. Yeah. And then, you know, you keep the, uh, the flood lore away from Eric. The flood. flood? The flood. The flood. Okay, so in Halo, there is a, it's kind of like a zombie class where it's zombie like it's a, basically it dives into more of a horror theme but the flood are reanimated corpses from gravemind which is another boss in Halo. Mhm. Um, well you don't actually f- you never face gravemind, you always face his um uh, his, uh the flood. Yeah. So anyways, they one um, my least favorite missions in yeah, all the Yeah. Anytime that Eric and I w-
2: we played that at one point, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, we were With, going, okay. yeah,
1: we were all supposed to keep playing it, but... Well, we, we have good internet now. Mm-hmm. We do have good internet yeah. now. So we can we try could. to play again.
2: Sorry, I knew it sounded familiar, but oh, I, just I was trying my, to... i just bring my
0: Xbox, throw it onto one of these monitors, mm-hmm. and <laughs> we'll just Thank
1: do God. like a, a, a local land land. land yeah. No, uh, the... Mm. Yeah, the flood was always organized. Because most of the times you, you jump into a... You jump into a map on halo like they drop you in a certain point and you're fighting purely um assault rifles Mm -hmm. but the flood pick up random weapons so you could be you know going against guys with assault rifles and all of a sudden you know you have this one person of this one flood guy comes up with a rocket launcher and blows you up like right in your face and they'll just blow you up and it's like what that suicide bomber like yeah
0: and there's always like mm-hmm. you never run out of the flood to kill, mm-hmm. so like you're always you're shooting your way in and you're shooting your way out. Yeah. Like you can never clear an area of the flood
1: because they want to kind of keep you. They want to keep you going because yeah. it's really that like if They're you stop. To push you yeah, if you stop in a spot, I mean, anytime it comes to a flood map, I don't know what the actual map looks like because when the flood comes over, it takes over the map, so it'll alter the map. But I never know what it actually looks like because I don't spend time enough to look around because they push you.
2: I wonder if maybe at that point they just know not to put that much detail into
1: it. It's usually a darkly corridor and all that. Yeah, Yeah,
0: it like switches it to like a survival kind of horror because you almost always run out of ammo in your human weapons. You have Mm. to switch to covenant weapons. Yeah, And like you just, I never have as much fun with the covenant weapons as I do with
1: the human weapons. Mm -hmm. Yeah, unless it's an energy sword or a needler. Those are always fun. I'm okay with the needler. Okay with the needler. Too. Yeah, because when but you shoot with a needler, it's like, you know, and, it, and then it blows up. That's fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah, not a big fan of the flood. Yeah. No, I but agree. the
1: uh, newer Halos don't have the flood in it. No, because uh, the newer Halos went to the Guardians. That's right. Because then you had the uh, you had the um, what do they call them the uh, it's Promethean I think or. It's something along those lines. It's very robotic. Yeah, yeah. But forerunners. It's, well, yeah, Forerunner. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's Forerunner. like an or, It's like an organic robot. Like they assimilate, and yeah, it's pretty. I mean, I like it. I, I like don't them like it a little much. bit more.
0: I like them more than I like the flood. But I just enjoy fighting covenant. Yeah, yeah. I just have more fun. That's why I love
1: reach. Yeah. Oh, reach is one of because those. it's, it's your only
0: fighting covenant. Yep. Yeah. And I'm not gonna like have like four ep- four missions where I'm like, oh, I gotta fight more flood. Yep.
1: And there's always in every single Halo game, there's those it's three or four missions that are just solely flood based. And they're you know, they They feel like they take the longest. They take too. the longest. Because we'll play I mean, Eric and I used to sit there and be like, Okay, we're gonna play through the halos. mm mm-hmm. And we'd beat the halo in the night. Yeah. But the night. <laughs> we'd get to we'd get to that one point in the game mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, we forgot about this because in our mind we're like, we don't, we didn't enjoy it enough and then it hits us and it's like, oh great, that's two hours that we have to sit there and you know. That's why we didn't right why enjoy this. This, yeah, <laughs> this is why For it now. wasn't in our mind. But, Damn. yeah, so I mean, no, when we go to, we go to d d Skyrim, Star Wars, and then we are ending on uh, Halo. We didn't touch on D&D. No, uh, you were you were you kept saying your D and D mind. Oh yeah, so that's kind of giving slightly, everybody a little yeah, up, yeah especially preview, sneak I'm, when peek. I'm
0: talking about Skyrim. Sometimes, like you know, there's some similarities because it's a fantasy role playing game. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there's some similarities like the Khajiit and the Tabaxi. They're basically the same. They're cat people. Yeah, sometimes I get I, I get it confused. <laughs>
1: I just they they, <laughs> they all look the
0: same.
2: But now, what do you mean, you But people? now we know. Now we know. Now we know. So if you're, like, talking about a tabaxi, it's like, oh, I know what you're know. doing. It's,
1: it's cat. they're cat person. person. He's going d right <laughs> now. They're cat people. It's like, we're, we're, we're doing this. Oh, no, but D&D. If it's, if it's
0: nerdy, I like it. Like, mm. I was never really into some, like, the British nerdiest stuff, like mm. Doctor Who. Oh, really yeah, I couldn't it. get into that either. There's, too much be- there's like, too much mm. past... To like understand all of the references, yeah. like it was started in the '60s, like that's a long time ago.
1: Yeah, but but I know enough and of it Star to Trek. understand it. I
0: really want to get into Star Trek. <gasps> I just
1: I don't know where to start. Yeah, because there's so many there's so many series and there's so many movies. Yeah, there's like
0: two you know two main, I guess series. You have what are they? Uh, Kirk and Picard, mm-hmm. and, you know, some people love one, some people hate the other, mm. and I'm just like,
1: I don't know where to start. I was uh, I was the same way with uh, Stargate. I really, really want to get into Stargate. It's really, I watched the, when it first came out, it came out as, I'm pretty sure, I mean, I, mean, I might be wrong, but I got introduced through a movie. It was a VHS that I got, mm. and it was, like, one of the only VHSs that, you know, was always, I could always find it. But it was a really good movie, and then I started watching the, the shows with like my grandpa when he was watching it. Mm. But uh, no, it's actually it it's very and um, what's the other one?
0: Battlestar Galactica. Yep.
1: Okay. It I, it's good.
0: It just got put it onto one movies. of the streaming channels. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Office. <laughs> Office. <laughs> I I guess it got put onto some a streaming service. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm ta- i I'm gonna get into it. Because, like, I'll look up, because apparently it bounces around a lot. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'll just look up the right order to watch it in that people recommend. Yeah. And I really want to get into it because I hear it's really good sci fi. And I've been hankering for really good sci fi. Yeah. Now that I finished, you know, now they got to
1: wait. We have to wait for Mandalorian?
0: and And the Boba Fett.
1: Oh, that's yeah. Well, so, I feel like Boba Fett's gonna. So now that a I gotta forward. wait a year
0: for some hard sci-fi, I'm like, I need something to just mm, give me just give me a little bit of taste. Yeah, get into
1: taste. get into Firefly. <laughs> oh, I I watched Firefly oh, okay. so many times. I was gonna say because that, that has uh, what's one in season in a movie. I'm Like oh, yeah. Say anymore. Well, because it was canceled, so yeah. I mean, it bring was, back Firefly. Yeah, bring yeah yeah. Let's start a protest hashtag Bring Back Firefly.
0: Because Jason Mow
1: in Firefly, right? Or was that Stargate? I think it was that Stargate. That was Stargate. Yeah.
0: Uh, Tom Hardy was in uh, Battlestar
1: Galactica, I think. Oh, really? Uh, Kate Zakoff was in uh, Battlestar Galactica, also. That's I'm right. I'm pretty sure she was the she was the red dress, the girl in the red dress. I don't know. She was like a uh, AI. But she was like real young. Yeah. Oh, real young. But then oh, she yeah. jumped into uh, Riddick, and that was her other. Oh, I haven't watched Riddick sci-fi. in so long.
2: Okay, I was, I was behind for a minute. You guys were getting into some stuff, and I was Sorry. like, I'm feeling... <laughs>
1: <Sorry. laughs> like, She's like, ooh, it got <laughs> deep. <laughs>
2: yeah, ooh, well, you guys, mm-hmm. ooh. But, Good thing we
1: didn't jump onto the Star Wars tangent. Ooh, but, I will go off. I
2: mean, I can kind of... I have a little bit of input on Star I Wars. I can fill Not nearly as deep an, as you guys. We
1: can do an entire segment on just Star Wars. But,
2: but, Riddick...
1: mm yeah.
2: I like
0: Riddick. I do like Riddick.
1: The games for Riddick were pretty good. They were good and they were well voiced. They yeah. they had a good uh, what is it? Um it's that
0: period of time when
1: like game
0: movies were popular, but there were like or movie mm-hmm. games were really popular, but then like a handful of them were great. Yeah. Like a handful a small handful, you we were like, it wasn't supposed to be good, but it turned out
1: amazing. Yeah, like okay, but with the Riddick games, you had uh you had Escape from Butcher Bay. Yep. which was it was it was really Beginning good the Be- stealth
0: first person games
1: yeah and it it was really really good like i will admit like it was a little behind on you know graphics and all that and just kind of like you felt clunky and then they jumped into uh, dark athena and dark athena not only was voiced really well it had a really good soundtrack and yep. it looked very ridicky like you you had a lot of uh, kind of that um, what is it? The Riddick build? Yeah, because you were on a different planet. I mean, Athena, Dark Athena was a it was a another prison. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean that was a that was a really really well played game. And you had the you had the knives. Yeah, I'm sorry for the longest time I wanted a set <laughs> just to have them because it was like those are the they those, looked really cool. Those are the coolest knives ever. I mean, I couldn't see a lot of they were like, like kind of. U shaped, mm-hmm. right? It looked like a horseshoe.
0: Yeah, it was like a horseshoe.
1: Yeah, I mean, you couldn't really you use it one in real end life. Of a
0: Horseshoe, and then it was like a, a giant fang that hung like, over your knuckles. Yeah, oh.
1: it looked really cool, really
0: impractical, but they
1: looked yeah, like <laughs> you super yeah, impractical. You couldn't use it. Like I, I could see why Riddick it would have been just uh, better if he had a regular knife. But well, it looked he, really cool. He did have a regular knife because you have the Chronicles of Riddick, and then he has the actual like he takes the knife out of the guy's head. Oh. So I mean, he does have the knife because in Riddick, he doesn't always have those knives. Yeah. But those knives are very signature to Riddick. Yeah.
0: Where did he did he have them like on his back or something? Yeah,
1: he had him on. He had him uh, in lower his back. waistband, lower back. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So he kind of, kind of, he went Tomb Raider with it a little bit. I like that lower back carry though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's convenient, especially if you actually carry a you know knife on you. Having it on your lower back is convenient
0: it's out of the way like if you're not in a combat situation yeah because you don't want someone to sneak up on you and have your knife yeah that's true but like if you're like backpacking or something like when we went hiking Mm -hmm. uh, we went I guess backpack camping yeah that's where I carried my knife and Mm -hmm. it was comfortable because it was out of the way and it wasn't swinging on my hip yeah
1: so you didn't have that uh, you didn't have that raw spot where your knife was yeah it wasn't against my
0: leg the whole miles up there yeah yeah I put it on my lower back and comfortable yeah, like it's out of the way, I guess,
1: out of the way. So just imagine, you know, uh, you're, you know, you're in the Lord of the Rings setting, and you have a fucking giant sword on your back. Just imagine how like annoying that would get. You just like right. always hitting your ass, always
2: bumping it's into you. More annoying when it's on your waist. Yeah. Oh yeah. Trying to sit down.
1: Oh yeah, and you always have to. <laughs>
2: it's rough
1: trust uh, it's, oh it's, trust me we have our bigger knives and like when we're outside working and all of a sudden it's like okay we you gotta, gotta go sit inside and get stuck on the chair and you have to like move your you know move your blade aside and sit down yeah that's right yeah man. I guess we really haven't dived into where we are we live in the middle of nowhere middle of nowhere <laughs> on a ranch so yeah there's a lot of outside work along with our nerdiness Oh, along with all of our, you know, pretty successful careers, I would say.
2: Pretty successful. Pretty
1: successful. I'm poor. <laughs> Eric has a couple businesses. I don't know, know if
2: mine's really a career. Mm, I'm doing all right, though. You're
1: doing all right.
2: Not hurting. Yeah. Too bad.
1: Yeah. Too bad, too bad. Yeah. Matters what kind of hurt. Johnny Cash hurt? Johnny Cash. Do you hurt yourself today? Yeah. Just to see if I could still feel. <laughs> I don't remember the rest of those lyrics. No, <laughs> I don't either. I'm trying to think <laughs> yeah, of it. I was, I was, oh. I was like, shit,
2: shit. Oh. Oh. Uh,
1: Nine, Inch, Nine Inch Nails. I think that was the original yeah, the song. The original. And then I Johnny like Johnny Cash Cash is, covered
0: it I like Johnny Cash's better yeah really
1: yeah I
2: thought it was Johnny Cash's no. and then
1: he oh. Johnny uh it was the last uh it thing was his last, last song. thing he did yep. oh it was hurt yeah because he's talking about his uh his cocaine addiction and stuff like that yeah. oh, hard life that's he why did. I thought it was him no. I thought
2: it was yeah no they I did like it first. his version yeah. better though I will say that and and
1: his then version Logan much better. kind of yeah his version
0: it. is uh more emotional yeah
1: yeah, yeah, cause I mean, Nine Inch Nails like they they're good, but their original song was like it was more of their style, and then you have Johnny Cash's, which is more he throws emotion and, into more it, more slow mm-hmm. and somber, yeah, and it just fits the lyrics yeah. so well, yeah, yeah, more of a ro- I I don't want to say a romantic tone in like a weird way, but like it was more of a romantic, like you f- you could feel that song in your everyday life if you were going through like some shit. Makes you feel like the main character. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Damn. Talk about main characters. Armadillo by morning. Sorry. As soon as we went into Johnny Cash, I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, man. That's gonna happen. Yeah, I
0: could go on a whole thing about Red Dead, too. Have you played Red Dead?
2: I haven't. I watched Kyle play. Yeah. I would sit there and watch him play. I just... I'm really weird about games. Like, I'll look at it, and I'll be i'll either be like i can sit here and watch you play like i'll watch yeah i don't mind i won't complain and then there's like i want to play that and that's what i did with odyssey yeah
0: mm. is and you haven't felt that for red dead
2: no i i feel like to some degree i'm not really big on the western
0: okay mm. i mean sometimes it i, just, I really want to be a cowboy and i gotta yeah. in red dead
2: I feel like that's just that's not my level, I guess. I mean it's still really entertaining to watch. It's really I just I've never started. felt the need to play. Hmm. And I, I might one day. I mean yeah. I didn't feel the need to play Skyrim actually. When really? it first came out, my little brother got me into it. He was like, just play, just play. And I was like, God damn it. All right, fine, I'll play. <laughs> and then like, you know, four hours later, I'm like, I'm a level 12. Like, <laughs> you know, so oh, it was, was like that. after after that point, it was like, I just went with it. So, you, I mean, you never know.
0: It's true. She. Uh, I feel like whenever you do play it, I feel like you're going to throw a lot of time into it. Because there is so... So much. Oh, like the meteor. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So much. Yeah, I found, I knew about the meteor and Mm -hmm. I didn't know you didn't know. So I told you about it. Mm -hmm. And then the house where the meteor fell through the Mm -hmm. roof. There's three.
1: There's There's three. three. Oh, yeah. Rockstar has said that there is three. I haven't found the third. I I haven't found two. I have put 45 hours into that game trying to find the third meteor. And I've even talked to him
2: about it. Like, have you tried here? Have you tried, like, here like not Sometimes, really knowing much games, about it but just trying to figure out like yeah.
1: yeah well I mean I've even like I've kind of gotten to the, the nerdiness of um just like the dedication like okay so I've I've pulled up a map of meteor strikes and okay well this is the direction that it's coming from. Okay <laughs> if they drop it in the house and they drop it here I've looked at the trees and gone okay so it fell from but even the trees, like, you can't find an Because actual... the first...
0: The two meteors, mm-hmm.
1: they're fairly close to each other. Yeah, they're... Because there's that
0: big crater, yeah. and then the house. So they're pretty close, so it would be within reason to think that the other one would be somewhere in the area of mm-hmm. that map. Like the north... Uh, the northeast of mm-hmm. the map. In the... I don't know what the mountains are called. I'd have to have a map in front of me. Yeah, it's like the... The uh, East Grizzlies or rock. something. And it's up there. It's up there.
1: Yeah. But nobody's, I mean, nobody's ever found it, but Rocksteady said, or Rockstar. A, Rockstar is said. It, yeah, Rockstar, Rockstar. Rockstar said that it's there. Like, it's there, but nobody's ever found it. God.
0: Or like the the cave you told me about.
1: Oh, With sh- the statues. Yeah. The super, little
0: cave. Yeah, it's super easy to pass up, and you would never, ever find it unless you were just exploring and yeah. wandering the map.
1: It was like a six by four... Uh, Cave entrance, and it was just it was tucked in behind rocks. Like there was no like formal entrance. Really, it was really shallow. Really yeah, and I guess there's maps that like uh, there's like people who write it down. I guess there's one of the guys in the hills you run into, and he's like, "Oh, well, me. they're like a mom. bunch of treasure maps mm-hmm. in the game, and they yeah. probably lead you
0: to things like this." Mm-hmm. And I have such a hard time with those treasure maps. Oh.
1: There's also the uh, the alien quest if you go along that. I've I've run into the alien, but I've I've seen the lights yeah. through the church yep. roof. But there's more. There's uh what is it? There's a cabin like it's kind of in the, in the same hills that surround the uh what is it? The um the meteor. But okay. if you you know, if you're there and explore those hills, there's a uh, there's a tree that has a map on it. Like but you have to shoot like a like an arrow on it, like a fire arrow, for it to actually like show itself. Chloe is leaving the table. Chloe is slowly leaving the table. Leaving the table. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Yeah. Stop. We jumped into uh, a I'll, bunch of nerdiness. I'll
2: be I just have to
1: It's okay. She's played the least. She's yeah. yeah.
0: It's all going over our head if we talk too much about Red Dead.
1: Oh yeah. No, it'll yeah. It, it well it's a it's a very um it throws you into it. It really does.
0: I would say my favorite things about Red Dead, besides obviously the story, which is amazing, is the random encounters. Mm-hmm. They feel like they happen whether you're there or not, and it makes the world feel really real. Yeah. And it helps with that, with the game. Mm-hmm. It just makes it feel better.
1: Yeah, you, you get to the point where, like the, uh, the guy getting kicked in the head with the... Uh, what is it? The the horse, the horse kicks him in the head, and it's like, okay, would that happen if I passed that little town, or would I pass that street? Because I've gotten it in two spots in two different playthroughs. I've got it in the uh, the horseshoe outlook, okay. uh, that when you settle there, and then I've got it in a uh, what is it? I've got it close to Saint Denis. And he gets kicked. So I'm trying to figure. Out, I'm like, okay, well, both times that he's been that I've all the times that I mm-hmm. run to him because
0: after he dies, I always catch that horse and make it mine.
1: Yeah.
0: um But all the times that I've had that happen, I always like it's like initiated by me. Like mm-hmm. I distract him. Yeah. Or like Arthur mm-hmm. distracts him, and then he gets kicked in yeah. the head. So it's like, ooh, if we didn't distract him, would he have gotten? He would, yeah.
1: But see, there you go. Like that's the uh, that's, that's the question. That's the question because if you didn't distract him, he would still be alive. But is that just prolonging it? Is he gonna, you know, have to check his horse's foot later on <laughs> down the road? Yeah. Is that probably why I ran into him at Saint Denise and I didn't run into the beginning? Exactly. So I mean, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of questions. We'll have to dive more into the the hidden parts of video games. But, you know, it's along with uh, the rest of our consumption. Whew.
0: So, we'll just pause our conversation about uh, video game secrets. We'll save some, some of that for other, because there's lots of, uh... lots of video games that have lots of secrets. We didn't even get into the secrets of Skyrim.
1: No. Oh, oh God, no. God, That would take another three hours. lots
0: of stuff. I don't even... I want to, like... see see if you guys discovered that on your exploring because I discovered it only like once or twice and now that I know it exists I always go but all right anyways probably a good time to just kind of stop and pick up some more stuff another time
1: yeah do
2: sounds good to me yeah
1: well um I'm Eric I'm Chloe and I am Kyle and
0: pardon our consumption pardon Pardon our our consumption. consumption